0: you're back with another episode, Courageously Unapologetic with Corrine Allen. I've recorded an episode about this a couple years ago, and I thought for a quick second, I'm going to go back and listen to it and just see like what parts of that I shared. And then I was like, no, nah, forget it. <laughs> um, I don't know if it was 2019, 20, uh, but it wasn't last year. But I was just like, no, I'm not gonna, because it's something that continues to happen it 's continuous conversation with clients uh, with you know people in in and around us and in life and it 's I titled it before dear future daughter in law I am raising my son so that you don 't have to and as I was explaining something with one of my clients and students who is going through some certification. We were talking about um like these self rules that we put on ourselves. And a lot of them are, you know, when they're created and when they got put there, et cetera, et cetera. That's for her, that's for a different time, different place. But in that it got brought up of conversations with clients and situations, like I said, all around all of us where um we are enabling our children and we are setting them up for such serious consequences and we're not realizing it. So the example that I have shared over and over, first I just want to share like the reason why I would go out and be like, hey, let's talk about this again, is I don't know if you've ever been through any type of um, niche training or like figuring out your purpose and what you're supposed to be and what you feel passionate about sharing. but one of the ways of kind of figuring that out uh, is it's like if you what what are the what is the thing or the things? that you'd want to just grab somebody like by their shoulders and just be like, ah, I wish that you understood this. Like, I wish that I could just get this through your head. I wish that you understood how important this is. And this is one of those areas for me. And that and there's multiple, like there's layers to that because I have a 13-year-old son, just shy of 13, um, and I've seen you know i witnessed myself for many years setting him up for failure and it was all out of love it was all out of like let me do all be all you know all all of this for you and it's all out of love and i you know also watched myself with my husband you know for many years do that and what happens is we just strip them of any authority and we strip them of growth we strip them of the grittiness of becoming who they can be. And, and and specifically with with kids. And I use the topic a lot, or I, I use um, you know, a son a lot because again, I think that's because I had him first. He came first. He's been here for longer. But also there it's just different. And there's a difference in raising a son, raising a daughter. And of course that's opinion based. Um But like I said, I've had him around longer and I've also watched so many of my other uh, friends, clients, family members struggle through these same areas and then not know how to claw out. And the result and the consequences of these things have been serious. So I remember talking with one of my clients and explaining to her that the way that she cares for this teenage boy is setting him up to be divorced. Is setting him up for his wife to be so exhausted by him in a couple years that she can't stand it anymore. She can't do it anymore. She can't bear the load. She can't carry him up the hill in a wagon anymore because the mom is making sure that he wakes up on time, making sure that she's his alarm, making sure that he can. Get more sleep than everybody because, you know, he plays a sport and he must be tired and making sure that he gets his favorite meal because, you know, he deserves it. And while there's a time for these things, when this is every single day, um, and there's multiple different other things added in there too, like not knowing how to do laundry, not knowing how to contribute to the house because, you know, he doesn't need to, because we take on this You know, whether it's stay-at-home mom or work-from-home mom or um not even a work-from-home, but a mom works all day and then comes home and is like, well, that's not their responsibility. And because they're tired, or because, you know, I'm the parent. And it's everyone's responsibility. It's being a family. And as I shared, you know, being somebody that for so many years was like, Well, I'm a stay-at-home mom, or I'm a work-from-home mom, and I wanted this baby for so long. So Those are the exact same reasons why, you know, maybe he wasn't walking super fast. Maybe he wasn't tying his shoe super fast. Maybe he wasn't doing these things because, well, why would he? What's the incentive? Mommy's going to do it. And it turns into, as he's a teenager and as he gets older, and now that was something that like I had to cut off. I had to recognize where it was me. And that was never a, you know, me and my husband thing. It was my own thing. It was a mommy thing. And that's where being a team, it it helps. And it comes in when your partner is like, hey, I don't think this is helping him. And you got to work through that defensiveness, you know, that behavior that just comes out and you're like, oh, I'm so defensive. And it's like, well, why? Why are you getting so defensive about this? And you feel like you're protecting yourself and you feel like you're protecting your child because this is what you're supposed to do. But really... It's not because of that. Really, it's because there's some wound inside and you're trying to keep yourself safe from it and you're trying to keep him safe from it because you know you didn't have something or you uh you know didn't get to reap those same benefits and so there's this like huge like I got to protect this. But in turn, we're so focused on that protection and we're so wrapped up in that defensiveness that we don't realize That he may be 25 with a couple kids, you know, going through a divorce because she's like, I can't do this anymore. You don't help out. You don't contribute. And guess what's going to happen? He's going to be so caught up in the fact that if he financially helps out, if he financially provides, he's not even going to be able to fathom what you're talking about because there was never any incentive for him. He never had to do those things. And so when that divorce happens, a lot of these men and, and boys that haven't even grown into being a man yet are like, I didn't do anything wrong. She just got over me. And guess what? Their mommy thinks that this woman is terrible. She must be terrible. She ripped up her whole family because she thinks he doesn't do anything. He, my son works so hard and There is so much of this going on because each person believes that they're right. So how can we avoid that? How can we, as mothers right now, take the time to maybe unlearn some things, relearn some new strategies and some new mindsets, like see things with new lenses to be like, okay, wait, here it is. I'm not raising... A child. He's not always going to be a child. I'm raising a future adult. I'm raising a future dad. I'm raising a future husband. What is he going to be like for that family? What is he going to be like for her and with her and to her? And what's the energy going to be like in that home because he's home now? Are they going to be nervous? For him to come home, or are they going to be excited? Because it's good and it's exciting. We couldn't wait, right? The family couldn't wait for him to come home and help out and be a team, and you know, make dinners together, help everybody clean up, tidy up all together. Everybody having responsibility everybody playing a part because everybody is tired. And no matter if you're the seven-year-old or the 16-year-old or the 35-year-old mother or father or 25-year-old, you're all facing your own battle and you're all tired in your own way. And so to completely disregard yourself as the mother and just say, well, it's my obligation and he's tired and he needs this. Do you know what you're also? teaching your son. That's what his wife should do. That it's okay. It's okay for her to be ran out, shut down, overwhelmed, tired, because that's what mom did. That's how mom took care of the family. So he will walk into that with the expectation of, oh, wow, she's, she's not tired and worn out right now she must have more steam, you know, than my mom did. My mom had a lot of good days too, but maybe there were hard days too, because moms do this thing where they hide and they take maybe like a longer bathroom break, or they wait for the shower water to be running and they cry and they sob and they sit there and they wonder how much more they can take and how much more It's like when you're at the end of your pregnancy and you're like, how much bigger can I get? But when you're exhausted, it's like, how much more can I take? How much longer can I do this? And then she walks out the bathroom door and she gets some cold water on her face before she goes out and puts on some lip gloss, fixes her bun and goes downstairs and starts making lunch and getting another snack and getting ready for a call that she has while she's at home and these kids are doing this and then just holds it all in. So then everybody around is like, oh, she's good. She's fine. But when that I'm good, I'm fine runs out, this is what happens. That's why these boys and these men are like, I don't understand. Everything was fine. Because A, they think they couldn't have possibly done something wrong. That's how it was for them. And then B, there wasn't communication about, hey, can you help me? I feel really tired in this area. Can you help me? Maybe it's just for the next couple of weeks, or maybe it's like going forward from here, but I think it could be really helpful. And I also want to teach our children that we do everything as a team here. In our family, there is not the moms do this and the dads do this. For those of you guys that don't know where, where my life is at right now, my dad, my, my dad, <laughs> my kids' dad, my husband went from being in law enforcement for well over a decade to being a stay-at-home daddy. A lot of men can't process going from being a Marine and being in law enforcement to being a stay-at-home daddy and a farmer. And it's not for everybody, but it has given us the opportunity over these last three years. And even before he resigned early, there was never a mommy does this and daddy doesn't have to do that because he works. We have always done the cooking, the cleaning, the laundry, taking care of our children. Nobody babysits. These are our children. And the more we can teach our children that, and specifically the more we can teach our sons that. We can start changing these mindsets and we can start seeing things differently and we can prevent them from some serious heartbreak and stress and overwhelm as well as ripping up families that didn't understand and it doesn't make sense to them either. So as I shared, I've shared an episode similar to this before, but this morning, this afternoon, this is on my heart. I wanted to share it. Um, If you want to talk with me privately about this, you can feel free to message me over on Instagram. Um, my account is Corrine double underscore Allen. I'll put that in the information and we can, we can talk about it. You know, you can send me a DM if something pops up for you and you want to talk about it. Um, and I appreciate you listening. You can absolutely share this. You can rate it. You can do whatever your heart desires. And I thank you for listening and we'll probably talk to you next year.